Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell. For today, Sunday, September 9th, we thank you guys for tuning in um, to the show tonight. And um, I just want to remind anyone out there who has a comment or a question, please give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. Um, tonight we are talking with Sag Mac, and just want to let you know, Sag, I know you're on the line, but if you could just hold tight, we're having um, a few technical difficulties, so I'll get you on the line in a few minutes. Um, in the meantime, I uh, just want, again, to remind everybody, if you have a comment or question, you can give us a call, and that number again is 914 as well as you can hit us up on Twitter. We are beauty underscore talk, or you can um, send us a message on our Facebook page. We are beauty talk online. And, uh, and on Instagram, if you had to DM us, you could, and we are beauty underscore talk underscore media. All right, and so I just want to encourage all of you, again, just to hold tight. We're having some small difficulties, and we'll bring our guest on, a, on the line in just a few moments. If you are just now tuning in, um, please hold tight. We are having problems with bringing our guests on the line, so just hold tight for a few more minutes while we're trying to work out. Um, the problem. Sag, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Okay. Okay. Janice, are you there? I'm here. Okay. Everybody's here. Yay. All right. I apologize for that, everybody. Um, we won't probably be able to bring you guys, um, you know, like the commercials and the things that we normally play every Sunday. So I apologize for that. But we are all here, and I'm thankful for that. Thank you, Sash, for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, Denise, did you have any beauty news? Um, I did, but during all that time, uh, <laughs> I couldn't quite get it together for trying to help in this situation. So um, I could possibly bring it to you guys at the end of the show. Right. All right. Well, 
Again, welcome, Sash, to the show. And for those of you who are now tuning in, we are all here. Um, <clears throat> please spread the word that we are back and ready to go. Um, Sad, I just want you to introduce yourself to our listening audience and tell us all, um, you know, what inspired you to become a makeup artist and just tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, well, hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Um, my name is Saj Mack, and I'm a professional makeup artist um, for, well, over 10 years um, in fashion and editorial. And um, for the past few years, I've been focused on film and television. Um, and the journey to becoming a makeup artist and um, skincare blogger is interestingly combined. Um, as a teenager and going into, like, adulthood and stuff, I never really had the greatest skin. I did have bad acne, congested skin, stuff like that. Um, and I spent a lot of time, um, a lot of effort, a lot of money trying to fix my skin, Um a lot of facials, dermatologists. I went to a point where I was tempted to do a chemical peel on myself in the Caribbean, which we know was is a huge no-no, but I didn't do it. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and around, and, you know, this, this was ongoing for years, you know, and, and nothing worked, nothing fixed it, even seeing dermatologists, seeing estheticians, stuff like that, um, you know, essentially nothing helped. Around 18 or so, I I just kind of gave up. And I thought, all right, if I can't fix it, I'll just hide it. So I started um, buying makeup books. Um, one mm-hmm. of my first mm-hmm. books was by Kevin O'Quan, um and I spent hours with my mom's makeup kit um, and just tried to hide, literally just hide what was going on with my skin. Um, and I know it seems funny that someone would maybe say, okay, I'll become an esthetician so that I, or a dermatologist, so I can learn, you know, how to do it. And I went the, I guess you can say the vanity route, and I was like, no, I'll just hide it and just, you know, be extra, extra pretty, and um, and that would be great. Um, but it also helped me to develop what what I've become known for as a makeup artist, which is creating a really flawless canvas using makeup. You know, creating skin that looks like skin, um, which you ladies know is is critical. You know, in what we do. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, in a nutshell. And that's interesting that you, you know, you took the route where you said, you know what, instead of, you know, trying to learn how to be, you know, an esthetician or someone like that to treat the skin, you decided, oh, I'm going to learn how to be a makeup artist so I can hide it. Right. That's the first time I've ever heard anybody say anything like that. I know. It was. You know, and it's funny, if I when I think about that now, like where I am at this point, um, I kind of get it. I kind of get why 
that decision was made because I wasn't just trying to treat my skin on my own. I really did seek professional help. Um, mm-hmm. So it could be, it could be, um, and we all know there are levels of professionals. You know, not everyone is the greatest. So it, it just could have been my disappointment in not being cured, so to speak. You know that I thought, mm-hmm. um, you know, there was there was no hope when really I just wasn't being treated the right way for what my skin needs and, and stuff like that. Um, and you know, with my with my skincare diary, um, it's now a complete slip because at this stage I do want to treat this. I do want fix what's happening with my skin. Um, we know the basis of a great makeup application is great skin, you know, things like that. Um, so it's it's definitely been an interesting juxtaposition for me with skincare and makeup because it's it's done two separate 180s from, okay, going to hide it, and now to not wanting to hide anymore. Right. Now, did you ever become an esthetician? No, I did. I'm, I'm honestly considering it now, but I didn't. Um, my education for um, skincare was tied with the school that I went to. I did study um, makeup artistry specifically, um, mm-hmm. and that's to tell you how deep I was into we're just going to hide this, you know, because, you know, I was self-taught for a while. And um, I could tell, you know, when you look at Kevin's books and stuff like that, and they give you step-by-step, Bobby Brown's books, you you know, there's stuff missing. You know, all the secrets Mm -hmm. aren't there. So um, I wanted to learn all of those secrets, you know, and I respected that you wouldn't put – all of the secrets in a book, you know. So mm-hmm. I specifically sought out um, education for um, makeup artistry. I did consider doing um, esthetician school because you do learn a bit of makeup with it, but I didn't mm-hmm. want to just learn a bit, a bit of makeup, you know. I wanted to fully grasp um, yeah, and on understand, makeup. yeah, Gotcha. So you you mentioned um, you mentioned a few minutes ago, you know, something about what your skin needed. Mm-hmm. At what point did you At what point did you know, or, or were you able to determine exactly what your skin did need? You know, you weren't seeing the results. You weren't your skin wasn't getting what it needed. But at that point, did you know exactly what you needed? Um. You know what? I can honestly say only over the last five years or so, I finally figured out what what was happening to my skin as a teenager, um, back home in the Caribbean, what was happening to my skin now. Um, and this was under the care of an esthetician. Um, mm-hmm. And my you know my skin completely 
completely turned around. And I actually did have, you know, perfect skin um, at that point. So it really only has been recent, you know, that, um, you know, what, what my issues were were figured out. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of, because you're from the Caribbean, so mm-hmm. speaking, speaking of that, is there a difference in how skin is treated or cared for um, as far as, you know, as far as treatments, as far as products? Et cetera. Is there a difference in how uh, skin is cared for in the Caribbean? Yes. Um, there isn't. There isn't much focus on specific skincare routines and stuff like that. Um, you essentially you, you you bathe. You know, you made sure that your skin was clean, um, and you washed your face with whatever soap situation was there. Um, so there wasn't like um, a heavy focus on um, like a, a cleanser and and toners and moisturizers and all of that good stuff. And it's also because we aren't exposed to as much heavy marketing, you mm-hmm. know, as, as you know within the U.S. and stuff like that. So. Um, that isn't to say we didn't have access to products and stuff like that, but it would just be your basic, you know, drugstore, just get a face wash, just make sure you clean your face and that's it. Um, But I think why it also wasn't that much of a crisis, um, you know, the way we eat, the way we live is completely different. So, you don't really see a lot of bad skin in the Caribbean, mm-hmm. so to speak, because, you know, our, our diet and everything is already from the inside. You know, it's it's still really good, really healthy, you know, fresh, things like that. So um, so it's interesting. That was an interesting question because that isn't even something that I've thought of, you know, the difference between what I've experienced at home versus here. Yeah. Yeah. So at what point did you say, okay, um, I'm going to make an attempt to find a way to, you know, because, you know, well, let me, let me go back. Let me let you kind of tell me the journey. Now, here in the U.S., at what point did you say, "Okay, you know, um, I, I want to get, I want to take care of this. I want to treat this." I'm sure you probably uh-huh. saw ST, maybe dermatologist, and then you decided, uh-huh. "Okay, I want to do this also on my own." Uh-huh. What was what what was the whole process leading up to the blog? Just blog. Okay, so. Um... Essentially, you know, after after moving here, um, my skin sort of balanced a little bit more. So it wasn't as bad as when I was a teenager and stuff like that. Um, I had also come to um, a, a level of acceptance again, and I wasn't 
hiding my issues as much. Um, so I would actually go out with no makeup or just, just minimal makeup, you know, nothing full coverage or anything like that. Um, so, so I did have a period of, you know, in kind of okay, but not, not really. Um, and me being okay with that. Um, and what essentially happened working, working here, I mean, you guys know the heat in the summer, how it can be crazy. I actually started to have really bad um, because of the sunscreen and stuff I was using. Um, and it was becoming a flashback to um, my teenager years. And uh, one of my department heads, you know, she just sort of looked at me because it got so bad, it was something that you noticed each day was just getting worse and worse. And she was like, okay, honey, we need to get this fixed, you know, like what's going on? Um, and she gave me a referral um, for an esthetician, and I went to visit her. And um, within the first visit, essentially I was diagnosed, so to speak, with what has been my issue my entire life. Um, and I'll share with you guys what it was. Hap- what was happening was my hair products were hmm. melting up my hair, going into my skin, um, and I also had like a surface. Um, um, allergy in a way to gluten and wheat. It's not internal, oh, but if it's topical, then it's an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything she pointed out, like it was like a complete roadmap on my face. You know, um, my at the time my hair was in a low puff wear a cap and there were breakouts completely around my neck exactly where my hair would sit um, mm-hmm. and you know coming down to my forehead and stuff like that um, and I you know I, I, I couldn't believe I was like is that, is that it? She's like yeah no that's it um, and I completely changed my hair products and within a few weeks, you know, everything had cleared up. Um, apart from that, there was sensitivity to the chemical sunscreen that I was using. Um, mm-hmm. So I now use physical um, sunscreens because of my skin type, but it was a complete night and day difference. I almost became a hair product causing your problems evangelist, like anyone says anything that, oh, it's probably your hair product. It's like, stop you hurting me. Oh, it's probably your hair product. You know, I <laughs> and then when I thought about it, what I was using in my hair back home as a teenager, you know, grease the scalp, pride, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And I was like, oh, man, all this time I just needed to just wash my hair and not put that stuff and everything would have been fine, you know, just Mm-hmm. It's, it's really interesting um, the things that you don't think are causing harm that do. 
And I think part of it is because we're, you know, growing up, we're taught to do these things. Mm-hmm. And we don't, we don't know any difference. And sometimes right. the people teaching us don't know any difference. Like they, they are only doing what they were, you know, were taught to do or what they discovered would work for them. So, yep. you know, maybe it didn't affect them in any particular way, but now it was affecting you. But that's right. interesting, interesting that it was your, your hair products. Yeah, it sure was. I almost just cut my hair off, and I was like, okay, I've had, you know, hair. We've been doing the hair thing. I'd like to do the skin thing now so we can do it with the hair, you know, um, <laughs> because it, it, that also in itself was a journey to find products that worked for my hair that didn't freak my skin out, you know. Right. Now, do you find that, did you, do you find that just in general, you may, um, you may have, you may get more help, I guess, with your skin from one, trying different products to seeing an esthetician as opposed to seeing a dermatologist? Um, so I live for a good esthetician. Mm -hmm. Um, That could very well be a biased opinion because of my personal experiences. Mm -hmm. I am still waiting for my experience with dermatologists to change for the better. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But at the time, well, at this time, um, I, I truly believe in finding a great esthetician because I find that they are um, not just results-driven. They don't just try to sell you products. I find that they tell you what's going on. You know, so mm-hmm. gone to a dermatologist and said, who would have looked at me and known it was probably her hair product. But they wouldn't have said that. You know, they right. wouldn't have told me that because the idea is to keep me coming. And I can honestly That's tell right. you, the esthetician that told me that, I have been seeing her, and this is like going on five years, every month since that day. Mm. You know? Wow. So, I mean, it, there is and and. We know loyalty is so important and, you know, for someone to, especially for my journey, what I've been through with other professionals and stuff like that, um, as a patient, you know, there's, there's a night and day difference when you truly care for someone's skin and you want the better for them and it's not just a money-hungry thing to you. Right. You know, right. so based on what she said to me, um, there are now ingredients that I need to look for. So right. although I can experiment on my own, which is what you see me doing um, on my blog, one of the things you also see me say all the time is, oh, yeah, that looks amazing. I can't use it. It has ingredients that don't work for me. You know, mm-hmm. and it could be the most amazing thing and a million people love it and it works for them and I'm just sitting quiet over in the corner no I can't use it you know so right. 
So, I mean, although it seems like I'm experimenting on my own, I did get professional expertise. I do know the limitations of my skin, what what it can take, what it can't take, what will make it reactive, what will make it sensitive. Um, and I experiment within those limits. Right. I mean, I think that's, I think it's so, so important definitely to seek professional help. And of course, me being a licensed esthetician, I'm definitely going to right. push for people to see an esthetician. One reason right. being, and of course, you know, of course, an esthetician wants you to come back because guess what? They want to make money too. But the mm-hmm. thing is, the esthetician loves to see the change in your skin because that's right. what they do. They make a difference right. in your skin. So they want, to, they want to take you from A to Z, and they want to go through that process with you because they really do care about um, your skin and your skin getting better. And um, I just I, I can't push estheticians enough to go and get those monthly yeah. facials because the best way to diagnose the skin is to diagnose clean skin. So right. when you get that facial, you know, they'll clean your skin so they can take the time to then look at it and see what's going right. on, so, you know, based on, you know, what they see on your face. If they see large pores or, or if they see blackheads or whatever, they can easily make a diagnosis um, when your skin is clean. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I am fully team go see an esthetician. Absolutely. Um, you know, even doing stuff like this, I have, um, you know, some pretty great products that I've been working with, some routines down to a science right now, like, oh, my skin is feeling this way, I need to do this. But I can tell you on schedule, there would be days that I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, okay, what's going on? Like, it's it's just really congested, it's the texture and I'm like oh man I need a facial and I look at my calendar and I have a facial scheduled in like two days <laughs> you know so that right you know, on time I mean, <laughs> right on time you know it's a, no matter how you, how much you think that you've got it on your own and you know you using this expensive product or this non-expensive product and your skin looks really good and stuff like that you know, your skin is alive. It's doing things every day. Something might get stuck, you know. So just every month just to see a professional and have, you know, an amazing and they're so relaxing anyway. I don't know why you wouldn't want to. Right. They're totally my therapy. Um, to just, you know, just reset your skin. And then the things that you're doing at home is the maintenance. And esthetists right. love that because it, it helps them, you know, because there's only so much they can do per visit. So you really have to um, do your part at home, you know. So that's right. essentially what I do my part at home, um, and then I report back to my skin's boss every month. Right. So talk a little bit about your routine, like your daily routine at home. How do you maintain your skin at home? What are your steps? Okay. Um, do you want pre-pregnancy routine? or? <laughs> okay, yeah, let's start with pre-pregnancy routine, and we'll get into that later. 
Because <laughs> I'm sure it's changed. <laughs> it has. Um, because I'm so tired. Okay, so usually in the morning I do um, a cleanser. I love morning cleansing. Um, and I did a little series on um, on my blog searching for a special morning cleanser that doesn't just cleans but gives me like a sort of spa-like aromatherapy type invigorating wake-up call, you know. Um, so I do in the morning um, just a, a just one cleanse with a special cleanser, and then I like to do like a mist, a hydrating toner, um, a little bit of eye cream and a serum, um, and then moisturizer. And if I'm going out, um, of course, sunscreen or like a tinted moisturizer with sunscreen in it. Um, and then okay. in the evenings, I would do, of course, a double cleanse. Um, an oil cleanse or a balm cleanse to remove the sunscreen, remove the makeup, um, and mm-hmm. then um, a water-based cleanser, um, and then use an acid treatment like an acid toner or serum. Um, and mist again, I love mist. Hydrating toner, yeah. eye cream, um, serum as my treatments, depending on you know what's what's going on with my skin, um, and right. then an oil or a moisturizer. I tend to use oil mostly at night. Yeah. Sometimes I do put a moisturizer over it, depending on how extra I feel. And then, of course, if I need to or I have the time, I'll throw in a mask um, mm-hmm. after the, after the um, cleanser. Mm-hmm. Um, since pregnancy, <laughs> I would mostly cleanse, do a mist, and do a moisturizer. <laughs> <laughs> I did do tonight. I did do a full, a full routine to inspire me and 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 get me, um, you know, together to talk with you guys, which was which was nice. If I haven't. <laughs> And if you're the time to do that. So, <laughs> so I guess I guess now uh you prefer a sheet mask over a cream mask, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well <laughs> if I can keep it if I can keep it on my face, um you know, you guys my followers know I have a little helper with my skincare right. or something. <laughs> Sometimes she will take it right off my face and run and put it on hers. So I may get five <laughs> minutes out of a sheet mask now. But but they do make it easier. Yeah, they do. So so let's talk about that because um, I had someone the other day to ask me for a mask, if I had a mask. And so, uh-huh. I, and so I said, oh, she want a sheet mask? And they say, no, he was asking for a mask for his wife. It's one of our actors on our show. And uh-huh. I said, oh, does she want a sheet mask? And he says, 
No, I think she means the other kind. So I'm thinking, okay, I can't believe she's asking me for a mask. Like a sheet mask I can give away, no problem. But, you know, something in a jar, um, no. So anyway, for your experience, from your experience, do you think that a cream mask is more effective than a sheet mask? Or do you think a uh, sheet mask can be just as effective? I, I see them as different things. Um, the sheet masks to me are serums. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, so if you just think of it as a piece of paper soaked in serum that you put on your face for your face to soak the serum in. Um, and then think of um, a wash-off mask. Even if the wash-off mask says it's hydrating and the sheet mask says it's hydrating, mm-hmm. they're hydrating to me in different ways. The ingredients mm-hmm. are completely different. Um, and the results are different. Not necessarily one is better than the other, but I I wouldn't really say the two are the same except for having the word mask in them. Exactly. Exactly. I totally yeah. agree with that. So I think it's also based on um, you know, what you're experiencing, you know, with your skin, which I think mm-hmm. that will determine you know, what you use, but it's definitely a a sheet soaked in serum because, you know, Mm -hmm. of course, once you're done, you know, you you don't have to wash, um, you don't have to wash it off. Um, And Mm -hmm. there's so much left in the package that, you know, you can use it the next morning, (laughs) you know, so it's, it's basically, you could probably scrape it all into a bottle if you wanted to, but yeah, but that's that's basically all they are. Yeah. You know, and then, I mean, to really kick it up a notch, you can do that cream mask, um, you know, jump in the shower, have this uh-huh. steam from the shower, um, invigorate that even more, wash that off, and then yep. uh, add the serum from the packet, that leftover serum. I like to mm-hmm. scoop it all out and put it everywhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> down all the way to my chest, like I'm, I'm slipping yep. and sliding the serum <laughs> and then I put the sheet on over that, you know? Yeah, um, so exactly. There is definitely a place for both, for sure. Exactly. Now let's talk about one of my favorite things to do, okay? One of my favorite things to do, whenever I'm walking into TJ Maxx, I just did this last week, and I think I posted it on my Insta stories, but I walked into TJ Maxx because I love their their liquid hand soaps. So I walk in and mm-hmm. I'm looking for a hand soap. And I go straight to the section. And before I could even get there, of course, you know, I see all the makeup and the tweezers mm-hmm. and the aesthetic tools. I see all this stuff. And I start pulling stuff and putting it in my little basket. Yep. So then I could not walk past the skincare aisle yeah. and not stay there for a second. So mm-hmm. I go in and I'm thinking, oh, I'll pick something up. Oh, this is four ninety nine. Oh, this looks nice. And I put it in my basket and I pick up something else. Oh, glycolic pads. This looks nice. Five ninety nine. I pick it up, put it in my basket. Oh, hand cream. 
I don't need hand cream. I have tons of hand cream. I have tons of serum. I have tons of vitamin C. I can't use them fast enough. But because they were two ninety nine and three ninety nine and four and five and nine ninety nine, I was like, let me get it, let me get it, let me get it, let me get it. So I had an arm. Of, sorry about that. I said I put it in my basket. Take that back. I didn't have a basket. I just had my you hands. Had, yep. <laughs> so I had all of this stuff in in you know in my hands in my arms, and I'm carrying it around. And I still needed to get hand soap. So finally, I get hand soap, and I make it to the register, and I put it all down, and I'm like. I didn't really need any of this, but I just had to have it. TJ Maxx is one of those places that if you're looking for just, you know, if you want to try something but you don't have a lot of money, it's the place yeah. to go. Yeah. It's, it's almost better than the drugstore. It's the place to go. No, TJ Maxx is my drugstore. I am yeah. obsessed with TJ Maxx. I had a client um, once. And we were discussing doing a reality show together of us just shopping at TJ Maxx. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> we were going to go on TV. We were going to have a reality show of us just shopping at TJ Maxx. Um, and I actually recently had the opportunity to partner with them to do, um, to, to take over their stories and do a shopping trip, um, a skincare shopping trip. And part of the challenge was you had to stay within a $50 limit. And I had my husband nice. with me to to be my Instagram camera guy, bless his heart. And he was also <laughs> calculating. He was like, honey, you're at $99.99 here. I'm like, oh, okay. $50 is the limit? I'm like, okay, uh, okay I'll put my Christmas and maybe this. He's like, okay, maybe all of you know, and I'm like, no, but it's, and to be honest, I did the challenge. Um, I did it for $50, and I had a second basket <laughs> of all of the other stuff that we had to take out. <laughs> and I bought those myself uh, with my JMX car. <laughs> so you are quiet, you know, you are. You really are. It's it's one of it's one of my favorite places to go, and they're really good stores for sheet masks too. Yeah, they really are. Yep, mm-hmm. they really are. I mean, I find that just when I'm you know when I run out of vitamin C and I need some really quickly and I don't want to order something, I'll just run to TJ mm-hmm. Maxx. Mhm. You know, you find your vitamin C. Sure enough, um, it's right there. It's right there. Any type of beauty oil, eye creams. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the brands I don't recognize, but, you know, once I buy it one time and I go in again, you know, you start to get familiar with some of the brands. Right. And they're not yeah. all brands that, you know, no one knows anything about. Some of them are some really popular brands. Oh, yeah. I found um, some really great deals on some luxury um, skincare items that are usually, you know, an arm and a leg that mm-hmm. unfortunately would pay an arm and a leg for. So it's it's always a really good stop to make. Um, yeah. Or, you know, for savings and discounts and stuff. So now that you're... Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so now that you're expecting baby number two, how mm-hmm. has your um, how has your skincare routine changed? Um, apart from the lazy days, which is every day, um, <laughs> where you know there's not much ingredients that we're you know sort of allowed to use. I was just telling um, a friend of mine that I'm pretty sure the only thing I can use is palm olive soap in my face. That's all they'll allow <laughs> me to do. Um, I had actually just started using retinol. Um, earlier this year, um, because that it's because your pregnancy skincare goes into your breastfeeding and nursefeeding time. Um, right. So I had just recently weaned, and it was like a huge celebration on the blog because I've been dying to get retinol in my face. So I've only had like what three or four months of it, so it's all gone away now. Um, so now what I'm doing, I'm, I'm in the process of figuring out what my skin is doing with this pregnancy because it's completely different, um, to my first, I thought I was prepared and I was like, okay, I'll just do what I did before. Nothing is working that I did before. Um, my skin isn't reacting the same way um, because the, you know, the surge of hormones and all of the crazy stuff that your body does, um, your skin really does change completely. Um, Even the vitamins and stuff, the prenatals that you take um, affect your skin. In some people, they make your skin amazing. In others, it makes it really bad. Um, So... I'm just sort of, you know, between this month and next month, playing it by ear a little bit, so to speak, just to see exactly what it's doing. Because it's in the process of doing something, what it's like, it's like a wheel that's just turning, you know, like spin the wheel on my skin. Mm -hmm. So just sort of waiting to see what it lands on. Like, I'm going to let you make up your mind and figure out what you're doing, and then we can treat it accordingly. Nice. Right. Ladies, let's see if we can take a quick break, see if I can get um, a message from one of our sponsors on the air for us. Let's see. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skincare, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com, friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818 691 
1294. That's 818 691 1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. All right, and we're back. Sash, tell us a little bit about some of your favorite. What's some of your favorite um, skincare products? And then the second half of that question is because of the allergies um, that you were told that you had, do you use primarily um, natural skincare? Okay. Um, no. In terms of the last question, I don't use primarily natural skincare. Um, a lot of the natural skincare does have um, ingredients that I can't use. Um, with that said, I have found um, a few brands that are natural that I love. Um, so, again, you just have to pay attention, know what your skin needs, read ingredients, and take it from there. Um, favorite products. Mm, okay. I love lactic acid. Um, love. My skin loves it even more than I love it. <laughs> so um, for like a lactic acid product, I really like the serum from The Ordinary. Um, and I've been using also Good Jeans from Sunday Riley, which is incredible. Um, so two really great products. You get really amazing results from them, and they're at both scales in terms of price point. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, guys, my good jeans is still missing. Um, so who knows <laughs> why that's missing. <laughs> um, let's see. My favorite moisturizer um, would be, I have two favorites. I would say the um, Milky Hydrating Lotion from Belief. Um, that's a Korean mm-hmm. brand. Um, you can get that in Sephora. It's really great for um, oily combination confused skin types. Which is mine. One of my favorite brands. It's so good, isn't it? Um, it really is. And then my second favorite moisturizer is by Tatcha. Um, it's their mm-hmm. water cream. Yeah, and favorite. It's so good. I was actually thinking I need to do another post on it because I've talked about how much I love it, but I need to. I Explain how much more I love it being pregnant. It's weird, but it's like, because you know, it has the sensation when you put it on. And be, before I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, this is nice. But now it's like, oh, this is the best thing in the entire world to me right now. This this feeling on my face right now. Um, so I need to talk about that amazingness. Um, Let's see, cleansers. I love the um, 
Tata Hopper purifying cleanser. That's my favorite morning cleanser. Um, and that is a, a natural um, and green beauty skincare line. Um, my second favorite cleanser, um, which would be like my evening um, cleanser, is the Sunday Rally Ceramic Slip. Um, let's think. Oh, my favorite serum is um, by a Korean brand, Manio Factory. It's there. It's a long name, Galactomyces um, Treatment Essence. I think I'm missing a word in there, but I posted about that quite a few times. Um, I, I completely love that serum. Um, my favorite mist is a herbal toner from um, Dr. Schwab or Charles D. Schwab. Um, it doesn't seem to be a very popular brand, but um, they do have some pretty amazing products. I think the owner um, is a dermatologist. Um, and sunscreen, I like the Paracone MD Tinted Moisturizer. Um, it's got SPF 30 in it, um, and I like the tint that's on it. Um, and surprisingly, you know, usually you would need like a separate SPF. Um, and I'm not saying, disclaimer, not to use a separate SPF. But for me, I found that um, that has been very um, successful as a standalone SPF on my skin. Um, what what other category do we have? We might run out of time if I'm listing products. Hmm. I would say I would say that. How many say again? I was saying, how many steps do you have to your routine, your daily, you know, cleansing routine? How many? Uh, six ish. Six. Okay. <laughs> six ish. Six ish. My younger days. Mm. Six ish. <laughs> 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 there was one question I meant to ask you earlier. Um, uh-huh. What's your skin type? What's your skin type? And describe your. Skin, uh, when you were having issues with it? Okay. Um, my skin type is oily combination acne prone. Um, and right now, I think it's going to land at dehydrated also. I think that's going to jump into that category, um, which people might weird to be oily and dehydrated, but it's actually very common. Um, yeah, it's very, very common. common for oily skin. Yeah, for sure. Um, so 
what was happening when my skin was was um, just really congested. You could you could see the congestion. You could see a lot of texture, um, like little tiny bumps and stuff like that. Um, and then added to that, you had um, like small white heads and stuff like that. I wouldn't say I suffer from me. Um, like I maybe get one or two around um, like my cycle as a hormonal thing, but um, but definitely you know those gross big white heads stuff like that, blackheads, large pores, um, and you know a shiny appearance to my skin. Um, right now, right now. I still have pretty much everything except that. Everything except that. So she said everything except what? What did you say? Oh wait, you're breaking up a second. Say that again. Okay, can you hear me? I said you were saying you 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 have everything except I couldn't hear the last part. Oh, so yeah. So right now, um, so that was my skin at its you know at its worst. Um, So right now, Mm -hmm. I still get congested easily um, because you know, because of the large pores and stuff like that and you can't really open and close pores as much as we wish so they're still there they're going to get congested um, and then if I'm not careful be careful that extra comes back um, still shiny um, but what's happening now is there's the layer, my first layer, there's some dryness to it, but it isn't true dry skin. It's really just a dehydration that's happening. Um, so I just have to be careful um, while I treat that because I don't want to necessarily use something formulated for dry skin um, because once that goes past that first layer and it's hitting my true oily skin type, then we're going to have issues with even more congestion, breaking out and stuff like that. Right, right. You know, I didn't realize uh, how much we've talked and we have kind of pretty much ran out of time. Um, Gosh, this really could be a part two. Um, Let me just ask you quickly before we uh, get Mm -hmm. off of the phone. Um, Mm -hmm. Shout out um, to everybody, you know, where they can find you on social media, um, any information you might have, website. I know you're teaching at IMAX coming up, so let everybody know all that as well. Um, yes, so I am at Skincare with Saj on Instagram. Um, my makeup and, and on Facebook, Skincare with Saj on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and then for my professional pages um, for makeup, I'm at Makeup by Saj on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, and I will be doing um, a class at IMAX at Landra. I'm excited. It's going to be their first one. Um, I'm not sure what day my class is, if it's Saturday or Sunday, but it's going to be in November. Um, and I'll be teaching Beyond Basic Beauty. 
and I think that's about it. And my cool. website is mixedsage.com. Skincare with Sage possibly coming soon. We'll see if we want to take this off of Instagram. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> we will. Um, we're going to be doing an, uh, an IMAT uh, show here on the show on this show. So we'll definitely make mm-hmm. sure when we get the, when we get the information as to the you know the days when the classes will be, we'll make sure we announce that on the show so that people here in Atlanta um, can hear if they're interested in attending yeah. your class. So we'll definitely put that information out for you um, in a in an upcoming show, um, probably early November. So we'll have that information available soon. But, again, thank you so much. We greatly, greatly appreciate you coming on. And uh, we'll definitely be uh, calling on you to come back on again soon. That sounds amazing. That will be fun. All right. So keep up, keep up the great work and continued success on your pregnancy. And um, keep in touch. Thank you. All right. Have a great night. You too. Okay. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. I'm sorry we ran out of time. I apologize for the uh, <clears throat> the technical difficulties we were having early on um, tonight in the show. But nevertheless, it was a great show, and I thank you, Sag, one more time for joining us tonight. It was great. Um, as always, we're back Next Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with another great guest. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head who our guest is next week, so just um, follow us um, next Sunday night. I'm sorry, follow us throughout the week to find out who our guest will be next Sunday night, okay? So, again, thank you to our listeners all over the world. We truly appreciate you. Uh, We love you, and we thank you for your continued support over the last 10 years. So with that being said, everyone have a wonderful, wonderful evening, and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.